Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. How's it going, everyone? This is Tyler Dunn with the Go Long newsletter at golongtd.com. I just thought I'd share another interview from one of our stories um, here in the podcast that we had up at Go Long. This is with Jarrett Patterson, the UB running back. Fascinating rise, and he's been overlooked uh, back to high school out of D.C. and onto UB. It really didn't have many offers at all, you know, none from the Power Five conferences, and all, all he did was lead the nation in rushing yards per game last season. Obviously had the big 409 spot against Kent State with eight touchdowns, just a uh, ridiculous performance. And uh, as you'll find out, he's a pretty humble but but confident guy. Uh, this is somebody who has looked up to Barry Sanders, who's had regular conversations with Maurice Jones-Drew, who really believes even at five foot six, he can do exactly what he did in college onto the NFL. And probably we should all be talking about him a hell of a lot more than we are right now. So I hope you enjoy it. If you'd like, you can give us a shot at Go Long anytime. You can sign up to the free email list. You can subscribe at seven a month or 70 a year. And obviously when you do subscribe to that annual rate, I'll ship you a hoodie or crew sweatshirt on the house. We'll be in touch right after you do so. Um, just let me know. And, and I can't, cannot thank you all enough for reading, for listening, for all of your incredible support through this offseason. Thank you very much. What's it been like, Jared? I mean, you're down in Florida, back up to the pro day. Are you kind of glad that we're getting a little closer to this draft? Yeah, I'm definitely glad it's getting closer. You know, I feel like the hard part is over with. You know, you get to train for football now, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, last uh, couple of months, been down at down at Piedmont Rito. Uh, it's kind of in the North Miami area in Avatora. And just been training for, you know, the pro day. And, 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 and I feel like my pro day couldn't 
could have went any better. And it, it went real well. I'm really pleased, you know, how, how, how I, you know, performed. And, you know, right now, you know, probably starting Monday, I'm going to start really getting back into it, training for football. And I'm just ready for the for the NFL draft and, you know, yeah. just where my next journey takes me. I'm just kind of getting anxious, but I know I still have to take it one day at a time. I mean, you've got to like that getting back to the football stuff because, I mean, your numbers in high school are insane. Your numbers in college, obviously, beyond insane. Like when it comes to the actual football stuff, there's nobody in the country statistically better than you. So it's, it's got to be nice to kind of get back to the stuff that matters, I imagine, right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, it's, it's good to, you know, get back to this, like you said, the stuff that matters because at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're football players. You know, we're not combine, you know, players. We play football at the end of the day. And definitely feels good, you know, got the pro day out of the way. So I just, you know, focus on my craft and, you know, just, just work. When you're down with uh, Bomberito, I mean, there's a lot of Bills guys down there, right? You see Stephon Diggs and a lot of these Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Nah, Steph, Steph was uh, down there. Um, there's a lot of Bills guys. I've seen, uh, I think, uh, the corner, the corner, I think, uh, what's the corner's name? Oh, uh, the, well, I, oh that's the tip of my tongue. Sure. But I know Trey he, White? No, nah, not Trey White. The other one. He, no, nah, I think he plays safety. Uh, Poyer. Poyer. Poyer goes yeah, Poyer, down there. Yeah, Poyer. Yeah, Poyer. Yeah, he's he was down there. Uh, and it's a lot of NFL guys that that uh, that comes down. You know, trains down there at peak for sure. I've seen a lot, a lot of guys. Man, so let's just get right to. It. I mean, what what just separates you? You think in this in this running back class? Um, there, there's some big names, but obviously nobody has your numbers. Uh, but to you, what separates you from everybody else? I just feel like my mentality and my mindset, you know, I mean, I, I can sit here and say my abilities, but I've been doing that. Uh, that's second nature. I've been doing that for so long. I just feel like my, my mindset and my my uh, my mentality, just how to approach a game and how I just go about my business, I feel like would definitely would definitely separate me from, from the rest of the backs in this class. Is that kind of rooted in, I mean, everybody says that they've been counted out. Everybody says they have a chip on the shoulder, but I mean, Coming out of Maryland, there weren't, you know, a lot of big schools that, that wanted you. And you go to UB and you, you tear it up, and we're probably still not talking about you enough. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah, for sure. You know, I just – I just I was always type guy, you know. Uh, whatever cause I get dealt with, you know, I'm going to make the most of it. I've always been that type of guy, you know, and I, I'm, I'm going to carry that to the, ne- the next level. Whatever opportunity I get, I'm going to take a full advantage of it. You know, I couldn't – I couldn't help, you know, that I went to University of Buffalo. You know, they they provided they provided me and my brother, you know, uh, opportunity of a lifetime to go to to play FBS football for free. So, like I said, I took advantage of that, and you know, I feel like I put myself in a good position, you know, to to live on my dream. What was that like out of out of high school? Did you expect there to be more buzz around you with everything you did? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, just um, the recruiting process was slow for me. Um, you know, just I didn't get my first offer probably into junior year, uh, Kent State. But just you work so hard, you know, you want to, you dream, you know, just going up, getting, you know, Merlins, uh, you know, Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida. Just all, you know, you dream of getting those Power Five conference but offers, but they weren't, you know, knocking at my door. So, you know, and I just I just knew, you know, that whenever, whatever uh, a college, you know, was going to take a chance on me, they was going to get uh, everything I could offer. And that was Buffalo. And I made the best of it. You know, me and my brother, we wanted to go to the same university. They provided the opportunity, with, uh, you know, for us, and we made the best best of it. What were the the other top? Uh, you mentioned Kent State. Was, was it close? Did you? Was it a tough decision? At, yeah, no, nah, it, it wasn't tough because you know, uh, you know, I waited. I, I kind of like 
I was kind of waiting. You know, I, I yeah. thought I was going to get, you know, get a power five one, especially after my senior season. I thought, you know, that I was going to at least get, you know, one, at least one power five, you know, and scholarships, you know, started to fill up, you know, commitments and numbers, you know, you know the numbers started to fill up. And I, and I tried to, when I, uh, I, when I, when I started, you know, kind of learn about the, the, the business side and, you know, you have to commit or you, you can lose your scholarship and stuff like that. So me and my brother kind of look at each other and was like, man, we can see ourselves at Buffalo and being successful, not just on the field, but just the people, you know, off the field too and the academic side of things. So we, we committed, um, you know, um, just another little wrench, you know, when I, when I try to commit, uh, they said I had the gray shirt, but they wanted my brother to come up, uh, summertime. But, uh, you know, my brother, my brother, you know, being, being, you know, who he is, he decided to gray shirt with me for those six months. You know, uh, I was coaching back at my former high school and just working out for those six months. Really? And then I, then I reported to Buffalo in January. Man, so you, I mean, you guys are that close where you, I mean, it's, you, one person will make the sacrifice for the other and vice versa, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. No, nah, if, if he was in, um, you know, if he was a person that was great, sure, I definitely would have did the same thing for him for sure. So help me out here. I mean, I had to pull it up to double check, but like 2,045 yards and 23 touchdowns your senior year, and that doesn't register with any of the power conferences, any school at any kind. Con- it doesn't – why is that? Like I, you see that a lot with – it's like their decisions are often made up after the junior year, you know? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, what you do as a yeah. senior. No, I definitely, you know, I took – going my junior year, going to senior year, you know, I just – I worked my tail off because – you know, I knew I knew I was a power five player. You know, I knew I can play at whatever conference. You know, uh, whatever conference in, in in college football. You know, uh, and people came through. You know, but they just they they weren't they weren't willing. You know, they always say he's a good player, but not ideal back. And you know, come to the camp and just just stuff like that. You know, you think you know watching watching the film my senior senior season it'd be a no brainer, but like I like I said, I, I I didn't take it to heart. You know, just make me work harder. You you worked your ass off in, into that senior year. You said, what was that summer really like for you? Yeah, man, it was uh, even all, all the summers. We we, we were yeah. kids. We we were uh, even starting since eighth grade. Uh, we were we 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 weren't normal kids, you know. Where you know summertime, you summertime is fun. We we used to be in the gym on the field every day, and and that was our summer, you know, Monday through Monday through Saturday, and it paid off for for a lot of us, you know, my, me and my brother, uh, one of my other close friends, Chase Young. Uh, my friend, my friend, my friend Cam. He's at Penn State. So we were our summer was just uh, strictly, you know, considered of working out, you know, to morning to to afternoons. And we see Chase Young today. I mean, he's like a like a Greek god. I mean, and you're you're training right there with him, day in and day out. How close were you two? Yeah, now nah, we were real close. You know, it's that's that that bond uh, started eighth grade summer going to ninth grade, and that, and that made us closer. You know, just working out. You know, going going through it together. You know, you no. Know, Really knowing what it takes, you know, to 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 get that work in, and you know, you know, just grinding together and just gelling together. That that really, uh, you know, blossomed my friendship. And so you get to UB, and 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 why UB? And what did you love about Buffalo when you did get up here to Western New York? Yeah, uh, just everything. It's just the people, you know. So it's, it was a blue collar city, and how I how I how I got introduced to Buffalo. I had a coach, uh, you know, on the on the high school staff, Coach Justin Winters. He was a, a Buffalo alum, and you know he just told a story about how they won, how he won the MAC championship back in '08, and you know he introduced us guys like James Starks, Khalil Mack, Brandon Oliver, and me and my brother just fell in love with the with the with the tradition and, and history, and we visited up there, and, and we just man, 
we could see ourselves here. Like this, it was a like it was just a no brainer for us, and it just worked out for the best. I mean, and I actually covered James Starks uh, when I was at the the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel too, and and they don't win that Super Bowl without him. Like it, it just doesn't. Yeah. happen. I mean, they didn't nah, have a running back. You, right. you know what I mean? Like, so we we we've seen this. Like we've seen a running back from UB. I mean, and several other in that conference just get to the NFL and win Super Bowls, rush for a thousand yards, all of that. So I mean, it, it's kind of like what what are people missing here? Like high school to college, everywhere you've been. Your numbers are better than everybody else. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it, it, it is crazy that you know uh, we still like we, we still talk about you know there's guys that came before me, you know, Cleo Mack, Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, and the list just goes on and on. You know, that had successful careers at the next level. So you know, that could be you then. I mean, are we going to use Jared Patterson's name next to uh, to those guys? Nah, for sure. You know, I definitely you know uh, something I think about constantly. I want to be, you know, one of those, you know, Matt greats, you know, to be successful in the NFL. You know, I, I definitely believe I can do that. You know, that's 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 something I I definitely believe. When did you when when you got to UB? I mean, it was it seemed instant from afar, but was there a point when you realized like, man, everything I did in high school, I can do here in college? Yeah, uh, I mean, player coaches and players knew, you know, just just when we had spring ball, just scrimmages, and it's like oh, he's going to be a good player, you know, and 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 I mean. Probably I say one one play against Rutgers. I had my first big game. I was like, yeah, I can do what I did. I can I can play, you know, against the Big Ten. I can do this. Like, and that's when it kind of clicked for me. Man, and it's it's nuts. Like, I guess we should start though with your. You said your mentality is different. How would you describe uh, your mentality? What what is that to you? Yeah, it's just you know, just never being satisfied. You know, in his play, you know, always getting better, finding you know finding whatever, finding uh, little things to get better at. You know, I never I never get complacent. And I think that's what, you know, makes me different. That's what, you know, separates me. I always find, you know, whatever that might be, I found always find ways to better myself. What were those at UB? Like, what, what did you get better at? Yeah, just being, you know, becoming, uh, you know, more of a student of the game, taking care of my body, um, you know, just watching film, just stuff to really help me get that advantage, you know when it was game time or just, just, just things like that. Man, the Bowling Green game. I mean, we could point to a lot of games, but, I mean, it, it felt like you ran for 2,000 yards in that game. It wasn't that far off. Like, what do you remember about that <laughs> that night? Yeah, uh, Bowling Green, man, uh, it was just a, a, a great night, you know. And I didn't even know how many yards I had until, <laughs> you know, they told me you, you had you had 301 yards. But, you know, and then previous year I had 298. So, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't even, you know, I wasn't thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to outdo my performance. It's just, you know, I was just trusting, you know, my training and, you know, what, what I did at practice and the game plan. And it, and I had, you know, great blocking up front for my big guys. And, and it just worked out like that. What just separates you as a, as a runner, like your style? Like what do you think pops with your game? I, I just – I think the uh, the make you miss, the balance, you know, getting the tough yards. You know, I can do I, – I feel I can do that all. But being my size – like People feel like I shouldn't be able to do that, but I can. I feel like that's what you know makes my makes me you know the ideal runner, that that special runner, the the balance, you know, and, yeah. and the vision, and make the first guy being elusive. I think that just makes me you know hard to tackle. That just makes me you know pops. I mean, you you watched Barry Sanders a lot growing up, right? That was your guy. Yeah, that was that that was my guy. You know, one one of the guys I I, I want to you know model my game after for sure. 
How does that work? Because, you know, I, I'm probably, what, I don't know, a decade older than you, and I can remember growing up watching him as a kid, but that would have been a little before your time. So how are you consuming yeah. Barry Sanders' high, you know, footage? Yeah, not nah, just, you know, just on YouTube or just on oh, oh, NFL, you know, highlights, you know, NFL Network. And it was just one day I was watching, I'm like, I kind of like this running back. You know, he's he's not that big. He makes guys miss like me. And, you know, I was like, I can, you know, I can do that. And, you know, and I met a guy. You know, he's under my agency, Maurice Jones Drew. I kind of, you know, kind of got close with him. And I feel like I can, pl- I can play like him too. So, Right. He wasn't a big guy. Either. Are you guys pretty close? Do you keep in touch with yeah, him? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, we're pretty close. What kind of advice has he given you with your game? Yeah, he was just saying, like, you got, he was just saying you got it. Like, you got the tools to be, you know, be successful at the next level. And he says, really, just all about your routine. And he, he's giving me, you know, great advice. You know, just, just it doesn't matter, you know, the size. Like, just – matters you know the will you know your heart and, and a guy you know like that you know that that's considered a short bat right if he can do it I can do it what was the the official height and weight at your pro day again yeah so I was uh five six and a half and I was one, 197 okay gotcha that I mean you, you think about that's that's I mean, probably not a lot of body fat there either I mean that's a yeah yeah pretty compact yeah. dude <laughs> Yeah, that's what, that's what people fail to realize. Like, you know, guys like I just listed, you know, me, you know, Maurice Jones, Drew. I mean, they say we're small backs. We're, we're very compact. You yeah. know, you don't you don't want to, you know, hit a compact, you know, back. You know, it, even when I when I weighed in, you know, it was a, I think it was Atlanta Atlanta uh, Falcon scout. He was like, man, you you're, you're built like a fire hydrant. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do you like do do you like hearing that, or is it kind of like, come on, man, like, what the hell? I mean. I mean, I, I, I take it as it is, you know. Okay. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, to me. I just take it as it is. We don't see many five six backs are in the league, though. You know, why? Why do you think that is? Why? Why don't teams take take a shot on on shorter backs, or maybe maybe they just don't get to this point that you're at right now, too. Yeah, that is that is true. But I feel like you know, it's I feel like the running back position is kind of you know getting reinvented. You know, I feel like. The size thing doesn't really matter no more. Just, you know, we had a first-round guy from LSU. He's 5'6", you know. And I just feel like, you know, you, you need to you, – if as a running back, you, just, you need to be able to do everything, you know, run, pass, and yeah. you will be successful in, in, at the next level. So at, at, at that height and weight, it's so unique. I mean, there's nobody built like you at your position, maybe, maybe the whole league, you know. What are the advantages as a running back that you've realized when you're this compact – yeah, people don't really know how to, you know, they don't know whether to tack you up high or, or low, you know, because you're, you're, cause you're, you're so, you know, you got that low center of gravity. You're so to the ground, they're going to really have to, you know, try to ankle bite you. But you're already low to the ground. So I feel like it's kind of they, they, it's the approach of, you know, because if, you, if you're hitting a big bat, you just, you can blow his knees, you know. But a little bat, you don't, you really don't know what to do because he's so, you know, little. And you have big off the linemen. So you're going to be hiding behind them. So it's going to be harder. That's what that's just my take on it. I like it. I like yeah. Like where? What do I hit here? <laughs> yeah. Did you, have you seen like when you're out there in a game? What does that look and feel like? You know, can you can you sense that linebackers are kind of like what, what what do I do with this guy? Nah, I believe it. You know, just just how you know, just how they try to tackle me, and I just I bounce right off, or I keep my balance and, and, and stuff like that. So I, I believe it. How how strong are you? Are you? I mean, we're looking at you now. I mean, you oh like no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, no, nah, I'm pretty strong. That's what you know. That's what people. I'm I'm pretty strong. So 
and then my legs and, and upper body. So you do the one rep max stuff at all? Like what? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a big, you know, power clean, hand clean guy. Vince Preston, my numbers are are pretty up there. Well, so, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Like what do you yeah, got? Yeah. So so the most I did, you know, on 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 hand clean and power clean was three sixty five. Uh, bench bench press three three eighty five, and squat. I'm a definitely I'm a five hundred five hundred club guy. So I'm pretty I'm a pretty strong guy. That's pretty impressive. It's <laughs> a lot of a lot of forty five pound plates getting thrown on that bar barbell, huh? Yeah. What? How recently did did you hit those numbers? Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, back back in uh, college, you know, because yeah. we we don't we don't train for that for the uh, for like pro day and stuff like that. But once I get back in back in you know the, the group of football training, I probably you know start doing that stuff again. But now I'm I'm a pretty strong guy for sure. Before I forget on the Barry Sanders stuff too, on on, on watching him and you know, loving the way he kind of sees the field. It's so unique though. Like, you know, I, I, I watched Barry Sanders. He's probably the most entertaining player ever to, to me, just because it's like, he's running one direction and he completely just reverses course and just goes completely. I mean, just the kind of runs you never see today. I don't know if anybody, yeah. I mean, LaShawn McCoy that, yeah. to, to an extent, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but nobody sure. is just like, I, like, you don't even think about taking that risk of a eight yard loss by just like, would you go to the, that extreme? How do you know how to read the field as a Barry Sanders type? Yeah, so I feel like you know, uh, just scouts, scouts in general, they get kind of caught up. And but I feel like in today's game, a great running back, you know, needs to be able to make something happen. Because everybody's going to be good on Sundays, and if you can't make something happen and create space, I don't think you're going to be a very successful back at the next level. And that's what really Barry Sanders did. He created space. You know, he made something happen when sometimes there, you know, there weren't uh, the ideal holes. And, yeah, I feel like I definitely can do that because that's what I'm striving for. I'm trying, I'm trying to be the most entertaining, you know, running back like he was. And I feel like I have the ability to do. I mean, it's like a a swag. It's a it's almost like an on-field cockiness. You know, obviously, Barry, like you, so humble off the field. But, like, you got to be so confident in your own ability to just say, damn it, I, I had the speed to, like, plan on a dive and run horizontally yeah. the other direction. Like that's, I mean, I mean, you, you seem like a pretty quiet, you know, humble guy yourself. You, you, you almost kind of have to have a little, little cockiness. Yeah. I, I can, I can beat this guy around the corner if I just completely go the other way. No, nah, you, you definitely got to have some type of confidence and just yeah. like, you know, this guy, this guy's not going to tackle me or the first guy's not going to tackle me. You definitely got to have some type of confidence. Definitely when you play for sure. Man. So what, when you look at the backs in this draft, I mean, it's, I mean, every running back, you're going to compare yourself to these other guys. Like, do you, and you, you see the Travis Etienne's, you see Najee Harris, um, both backs at UNC, and all of them seem to be up here. You're somewhere in the middle here. What say you? I mean, should we be putting your name up there? And, and if so, what, why? You know, I think so. You know, I just, I just think just off the production alone, you know, I feel like uh, I have the best production. In this class, you know, and, and numbers don't lie, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, people people will not, you know, the conference and, you know, but I can't control that, you know, I, I but I did what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to dominate the, 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 the MAC conference, and I just think that's why I should definitely be up there. But I always say, you know, uh, it's not how you get in. Mm-hmm. It's how you stay in. So that's my whole mindset, you know, going into this thing, you know. I feel like this is a, a good running back class, but. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, where I get taken. You know, you got to stay in. And I feel like, you know, I, I will be do that. Yeah, it's not your fault that they missed you out of high school, right? Like, 
play play yeah. where you're going to play. And I don't know what else you could have done at UB with, with that production. Like, yeah. And you had, what, six games last year? Is that what it came out to? Yeah, uh, well, five. One got canceled, but, yeah. What kind of pressure goes into that? Like, I was asking Dwayne Eskridge, uh, Western Michigan, the same kind of thing. Like, yeah, now he's a, now he's, a, he's a baller. Yeah, he's a baller. Yeah, but, you, you know, I think in his conference they had, like, six games so right you talk yeah. about pressure like every game if you I mean you're, that's your resume like that's what you're putting out there to the nfl no you're right that, yeah that's your resume you know and and you and we were the first conference to get canceled so you know you know several you know myself other few uh teammates and other mac guys around the conference you know was pushing to get our conference back and we did and it was six games yeah. and my mindset was i was just going to put my best foot forward i didn't you know i didn't think i was going to you know have this type of season and with six games, but it definitely, you know, you had to play your, put your best foot forward every, every game. Cause you never know we'll get canceled. So you just had to, you know, put your best foot forward every time you step on the field. I, I can't remember a buzz around the program to this degree since like Cleo Mack, but it almost seemed like there was more buzz with you than there even was him. I mean, what, what did it feel like on campus that, that people are caring about UB football, which, They've been winning a, a lot, but it, it's hard to kind of get people's attention sometimes with the Bills. Yeah, no, nah, it, it has, you know, and it's just, it's just the honor, you know, to be even uh, next to, the, to to even say I, I brought Buzz to the program like Khalil Mack did because, you know, what Khalil Mack has, has had, what did at UB and has done throughout his career has been unbelievable. And I just I just look at it as an honor and, you know, I want to I wanna do that. You know, I'm trying to – I'm chasing Khalil Mack, you know, so that's that, that's that's my mindset. Does that give you confidence? Like, look, maybe the best pass rusher in the game, one of it, at least, maybe a future Hall of Famer, came from UB. I mean, that's got to that's got to tell you, man, as productive as, as I was here, I, I can bring this to the NFL. Nah, for sure, that definitely uh, gave me uh, extra boost. Just seeing a, like a guy that came from my my school, you know, and and to see what he did at the next level, for sure, I can, I definitely, you know, can see, oh, yeah, I can do, I can do this, I can, I can perform, you know, at the next level at the best of my abilities. Like you said, you want to entertain, you want to pop, you want to do something special on the field. So what does it look like when Jared Patterson gets out there as a starting running back in the NFL? Like what, what do you envision that player being? Yeah, man, just electric, you know, explosive, you know, a, a highlight reel. That, that's what I, you know, that's what I want people, you know, when, when I'm playing, I want people to say I have to, I have to watch whatever team I, I play on because I'm playing. Right. So maybe, should we be using that, that name up there with ETN, Harris, like – Oh Patterson. yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy how it works with the college football, isn't it? I mean, Alabama, Clemson, it's it's like almost like a monopoly on on, on talent. At least you know they're, they're the teams on TV. Yeah. SEC is always yeah. on TV, and everybody else just kind of gets lost. But there's yeah, going to be a player sure. here or two that will yeah. slip through the but cracks. My thing, my thing is, it's crazy because if I did, you know, if I went to those schools, Alabama or Clemson, it wouldn't be even conversation. I'll be already up there. So like, you know, it's kind of like. Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're at Alabama or Clemson, same production, like same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Same. It, I'll be the same guy. Yeah. Love it. So what? Uh. And and I got a couple more here, but like Buffalo, what did you love about the city in general? Like we talked about Elmos. Are you in agreement? The best wings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably hands down the best wings in in, in uh, Buffalo. You know, it just their wings are great. Yeah, the wings are great. And I had, you know, I had bar, bar bills, you know, dust, but no, nobody can compare to Elmo's, you know, that's it. I, yeah, nobody can't compare. I just feel like, you know, just, it's, it's a, it's a laid back, you know, 
blue collar city. The people, you know, are very, you know, sports, you know, they they love their sports there. And, you know, everybody, everybody just, it's just, it's just fun. You know, it's just a fun, unique, unique city. Well, I, I'm glad that you did try out Barbell and Duff's and so you've tried out some of these other places. So we got to, we got to get this out into the atmosphere on, on Twitter. You know, it's obviously a hotly contested debate all the time. Why is Elmo's the best chicken wing spot in Buffalo? I I just, I just think just because um, I don't know, but I mean, just I just taste the wings. The wings are different. Like it just it's just different. Like the wing taste is different. Like every time it, they don't never miss. Like I order the same thing, the double dip. You know, the Cajun honey. Like it, it never it never disappoints. Do you like the dry rub? I like the dry rub too. It, 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 that's a disappoint, you know. Yeah. That wings are definitely legit. Adam's a great dude, you know. Good yeah, people. right. Yeah, great, great people for sure. Yeah, you're. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a South Towns guy, but like, I'll make that trip to the North Towns. <laughs> nah, for real. Now nah, you're right. I, yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, what? What? So, the, I mean, I imagine you've been talking to a ton of teams, but like, do you have a sense like this team that maybe kind of likes me or you know, do you have a business lined up I, all that. Yeah, I can't really tell, you know. But I talk, I man. I talk to, you know, uh, I mean, if not thirty-two, but majority of the thirty-two, I talk to all, you know. But I, you can't really tell because, you know, someone might like you. But I feel like just in this process, you know, uh, you just have to have have to have an open mind about about you know everything, you know. I feel like, you know, whatever I, whatever team, you know, uh, you know, decides to get me, you know, they're getting a player that's that's going to be ready from day one. That's going to be ready to work, you know. And, you know, I just feel like you should have an open mind. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like there's this war on the position sometimes, but for guys coming in, like, teams, they like playing rookie running backs on that rookie deal. And it was, this past year, it seemed like a ton of rookies were playing, past few years. So that, that's almost to your advantage. Like, you, you could come in and, and play r- right away maybe somewhere. Yeah, not for sure. That's definitely the goal, you know, but, that, you know, you got to work for that. But that's definitely, you know, something, a goal for sure. Awesome. Jarrett, you're the man. Thank you so much for for making time. Um, just anything else you want people to know about you? Uh, just really, man. I can't wait to you know suit up on Sundays because it's going to be uh, very entertaining. I know the Bills did sign Brita the other day, but I mean, any any party who want to come back to Buffalo, stick around. I mean, it, I'm in their backyard, you know. And I told I told one of the scouts that you know at, at Buffalo, he's at my pro day. And I, I said, man, come come. Tell Coach McDermott, come get me. I feel like that would be special too, but, you know, yeah. that's not in my hands, you know. But if that happens, that that would be very special for sure. Well, it's – I mean, they had Cleo Mack doing his pro day right at their freaking training <laughs> complex. I could say this because the guy I do my podcast with was, was Jim Monas. I mean, he was the director of personnel and – Yeah, I don't – I still didn't, don't understand. I, yeah, I don't understand that either, but – I mean, there were a few coaches that didn't like him. And they wanted everybody to be on in agreement, and so it, it just didn't it didn't happen. But it's like if you were in their backyard, like backyard, they should like their eyeballs hopefully have been on you these last few years, right? If any team knows you, yeah, it should well, be the yeah, best. I mean, yeah, now you're not lying, but we'll see. I can't I can't control that, but you know, Coach McDermott, you know he he's 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 built an unbelievable you know culture up there. He, he's done great, and they're just they're just starting, so. Have you talked to him? Have you talked to the – No, I, I, haven't, okay. I, I haven't talked to the head guy yet. Gotcha, gotcha. But you want to be a Bill. We can say that. Nah, it, it, yeah. If, if that happens, that would be awesome. 
<laughs> that would be awesome, yeah. Hey, man, th- thanks so much. Enjoy uh, enjoy March Madness if you can, you know. Get, get that Yeah, in. most definitely. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate it. All right, man, have a good one, all right? I do, same. Thank you. Thanks, Jared. Mm-hmm.